Find your life's rhythm on the Just Jazz podcast. Heal from the past, balance your present, and get excited about your future. I am your host, Jasmine McGlure, Certified Professional Life Coach, and I'm here to encourage, inspire, and entertain you on this unpredictable journey called life. Join me as my friends and I share life lessons with you that are real, relatable, and practical. Welcome to authenticity, purpose, and fulfillment. Welcome to Just Jazz. By a show of hands, how many of you are using your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities on a regular or consistent basis? Now, some of you might raise your hand because you know in some way, shape, or form, you are using those gifts. Others of us, it's not so obvious. Some of us are using our giftings in obscure ways, but nonetheless, we are using them. But I wonder if sometimes we're using our gifting according to the way that it was intended to be used, or if we're using it in, uh, you know, just the way that's available to us, and that's the easiest, or that makes the most money. In a culture where it's really just about getting a job and not really living out a calling or a purpose or using what God has given you, it is very easy to become distracted by how the culture dictates our gifting. Um, a better story to probably illustrate this would be the story of Samson. And his parents were given very clear instructions. If you're not familiar with the story, you may go back to the book of Judges and read this for yourself. Actually, I encourage it. And depending on what version of the Bible you are reading, you might get uh, something else different out of it, which would be great. But I digress. Um, but Samson, we know, is a very gifted child. He's he's gifted and God has given him a very specific purpose to be a judge over Israel. And he's also to uh, deliver them from the Philistines. Philistines, Philistines, tomato, tomato, um, however you want to pronounce that. And he's, he's, his parents are given these very specific instructions on how to raise him. And uh, when you begin to read Samson's story, at least when I read it, um, I start to see a little bit of, um, unfortunately, myself in it. And let me, let me explain to you what I mean. So Samson... Um, he, he has this weight on his shoulders, this calling, uh, on his life. I don't want to call it a burden, like it's a negative thing, but he has this calling on his life to be the deliverer of the Israelites. He's supposed to be the judge. He's supposed to be the leader, somebody that everyone can look up to. And he has this very special quality of strength that he has. I mean, a supernatural strength that he has to be able to carry out this job and execute it well. So lesson number one here we can see is that God's not going to require or ask you to do something that's outside of your wheelhouse. It's going to be something that he's already endowed you with, that's something that he's already given you, right? And we can look at one story after another and see that Moses with the staff that was already in his hand, right? So God has already equipped each and every one of us with what we need in order to carry out a a purpose or carry out a function is the way I like to view it um, to carry out a function on this planet. And it's not just to pay your bills and die. (laughs) It's not just to pay off your house and pay your taxes, go to from one job to the next, getting raises and promotions and die. It's much deeper. It's much richer than that because God created and ordained things long before these systems in our culture have been in place. 
But I digress again. So here we have Samson. And um, so we, we lesson number one looking at Samson, we know is that God has already equipped us and given us the things that we need in order to carry out a function on this planet. Again, function, not paying your bills. Very different. Um, but then the other thing that I want us to look at is um, when you do not value your gifting, when you do not see its worth, what do you, how it's treated when you don't value it? So let me, let me back up a little bit. Though Samson's identities, though Samson's trajectory had already been set for him because he did not value it, there was a misuse of the gift. And we can see, yes, where he fought the Philistines, but it was often out of a place of revenge for something that was going on in his personal life, often his love life, right? And we have been given gifts. We have been talents, God-given abilities that we can be uh, very emotional with, use them in unhealthy ways. We can uh, misuse them. We can uh, not value them. And what does a life look like when we're not valuing the gifts and the calling or the, the, the abilities that God has given us? Because he's given each one of us something very special, something very unique for us. The enemy knows your gift. The enemy knows your abilities. He knows what you are capable of doing. And should you somehow become aware of your own gifting and those qualities, he knows that there will be damage done. So let's go back to Samson. The Philistines know the 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 value and the worth they know his strength they know what he's capable of doing and they're actually afraid of him and out of a place of fear they knew that they had to distract him and they knew samson's weakness right was it was was women they knew where his weak spot was and they said well we can't allow him to live with this God-given gift any longer, we have to find a way to distract him. We have to seduce him. We have to lure him in, lull him to sleep. And, and by doing so, we'll weaken him. We'll put his guards down, right? Now, in the first place, Samson doesn't seem like he really values what God has given him. Because if he valued it, he would have aligned himself according to the way in which God wanted those things to be utilized. Um, but there doesn't seem to be a value until it's gone. There doesn't seem to be a value until there is a consequence. And there is a phrase that says, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. So let me bring this back to, to you and I very quickly and then I'll wrap up. How How are we valuing or how are you valuing your God-given gift, the thing that got placed inside of you before you were woven in your mother's womb or while you were in your mother's womb, how are you valuing that gift in your life right now? Is it in alignment with the way that God would want you to be using it? Um, or is it just to pay the bills? Are you using it in some other capacity that would bring glory and honor to, to his purpose and his plan for your life? How would your life be different if you valued that gift? If you valued what God has given you, maybe it's great attention to detail. Maybe you're great with people. 
Maybe you are a scientific, you're, you're um, an inventor. Um, maybe you're great with gathering people. Maybe you're great with organizing events. Maybe you're great with fashion. Maybe you're great with food. How are you honoring the gift that God has given you? How are you doing that? Now, as you're thinking about that, I also want you to think, how would your life be different if you honored and valued your God-given gift? What would you be doing differently tomorrow if you valued it? And in what ways do you continue to get distracted? Maybe you've tried the business. Maybe you've tried the volunteer work. Maybe you tried the choir or you tried the whatever way, shape that you've, the avenue that you've tried to express this and you feel like, oh, I'm just giving up. And so uh, maybe there was disappointment. Maybe uh, someone said something. And so what we need to think about is what am I believing? What am I believing about myself? What am I believing about God? What am I believing about the world around me? I guess I just got to go pay bills. I guess this is all my life is. And maybe I'll get to it later. I'll do it after I do this. I want to encourage you. This is not just a, a shallow, empty, you know, uh, message about, okay, what are you good at? And operate according to your strengths. When I look at scripture... When we do not value what God has given us, and there are so many stories that come to mind, but let's even think about just for a moment, let's just meditate on the very parable that Jesus gave when he talked about the individuals that he gave the talents to, the parable. And he gave one five and he gave one two and he gave one one and out of fear, the one buried his. There is something that God is wanting us to express here on this planet. It's not small. We might think the word gifting is smaller. We might, and I think that's where Samson fell into a trap is he thought nothing of it. He thought nothing of it. And he went about living his life thinking nothing of what God had given him, given him to the point where when he got distracted, it was easy to compromise. I just want to encourage you today. Do not compromise. It's not a small thing. God gave Moses a staff. If if Moses would have frowned his nose up at the staff and called it a stick and said, there's no way that this one thing is going to, to, to uh, help me to free your people. If he turned his nose up at what God had given him, there would not have been the story of freedom or there would have been. It just wouldn't have been through Moses. But there is something that God wants to work through each and every one of us. He wants to operate his kingdom through us. But how can he operate his kingdom if we're not in alignment and seeing our gifts and those qualities as being valuable, as being worth something? We have to begin to see the value and the worth of whatever God has given us. And we have to examine what am I believing And at what point did I start believing that it didn't matter? It doesn't matter. And I don't think that God takes the gift away. I believe that they just, they just lie dormant. We become stronger at other things, other qualities, and the gift just lies dormant. Um, but there is still even yet a consequence when we allow the giftings to lie dormant. 
there is a, not it's not just the gift that lies dormant. It's a part of us that lies dormant. And we some people have described it as feeling dead inside. But yet when they go do the thing that they are gifted at, they describe it as coming alive inside. There's something there. There's something that happens on the inside that's not small, that is connected to our creator when we allow ourselves to, to, to use the giftings, to be used with the giftings, to be who we are ultimately and not just try to pay the bills. And I, under, I understand that some of us are under stress and we are overwhelmed. But uh, I, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that, yes, we there are going to be things that you do to make the dollar and, and, you know, to make sure that there's food on the table and a roof over your head. But there are going to be some other things. And it, I pray that there would just be a convergence for you, that those two things would come together, that you would be able to do what you love what makes you come alive, what is your function on this planet while putting a roof over your head and food on the table. And I want to expand and stretch your thinking here. Do you think it's not possible that God could provide you or make provisions for you and your family while you're doing something that also honors him? And by honors him, I don't necessarily mean that you're starting a ministry or a church, but honors him in the means that you're using your full capacity of what he gave you to be able to do. And that is your function on this planet. So with that, I'm just going to pray with you. And I just hope that um, this podcast has helped you to maybe think about um, your attitude about your gift. What's your attitude towards what God has given you? How often do you think about it? And if you want to reopen that gift, if you want to revisit that, let's pray about that right now. So, Father, I just want to say thank you, God, first and foremost, so much for the giftings and the the, the abilities and the things that you've given us. I'm praying right now for um, the listener, Lord, that you would reopen their hearts. Maybe they've they've tried and they failed and through disappointments, they've just things have just been shut down in their hearts and their spirit. But Lord, I pray that you would help them to reopen, Lord God. And maybe there's somebody out there that never know, that never knew what they were good at. Um, maybe through comparison, they've already counted themselves out. But Father, I pray that you would just quicken the hearts and the minds, that you would open up a door, open up a space where these individuals would be able to make a living, where they would be able to express your kingdom through themselves on the workplace, whatever place that might be. Maybe they lost ambition. Maybe they lost fire and zeal. I pray that you would just give them even promotion. Some of them are, are managers on the inside, but they, but they stay at the lower level. I pray that you would give them a new ambition, a fresh vision, and a fresh start for their lives, Lord God. So Lord, we just bless you. I pray that uh, your spirit would just speak to them, um, that you would help them to increase the value of what you have blessed them with and help them to live tomorrow in a different way than they live today because they value what you've given them in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have a topic you would like to have discussed on the show, message me through my Anchor podcast channel or head over to lifecoachingwithjazz.com and click the let's connect link where you can also learn more about being coached or becoming a certified professional life coach. 
Till next time, live authentically, on purpose, and fulfilled. 